Hey, it's Mark from Third Shot Sports. Welcome to another episode of Pickleball Problems. On the show today, we are talking all about line calls. Good line calls, bad line calls. What are the written rules and what are the unwritten rules? And a lot of questions lately from people, sometimes by email, sometimes on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. A lot of people wondering about line calls and what can they do to make sure that they are an ethical line caller. And that is what we're going to talk about today. And as a special bonus, whenever possible, I'm actually going to cite the rule book, believe it or not, the real rule book of pickleball. So you know that I'm not just making this stuff up. Back in a sec. Hey there, it's Mark. I want to give a special shout out to our friends at Selkirk Sport. Selkirk makes pickleball's best paddles, and their customer service is awesome. Personally, I'm fond of the Invicta paddle because I love the extra reach it gives me without compromising forgivability. But whether you go with the Invicta or prefer one of their other models like the S2, the Epic, or the Omni, Selkirk definitely makes a paddle that's right for you. You can find them at thirdshotsports.com paddles or at selkirk.com. Selkirk Sport. We are Pickleball. All right, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about making line calls. It's a little more complicated than sometimes you might think, and that's why we get so many questions about it. All right, let's jump right in. First things first, to make a line call, you have to be certain that the ball was out. Or I should say, if you want to call a ball out, you need to be certain that it was out. And if you're not certain that the ball was out, then you have to consider that it was in. So if your opponent says to you, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was out, well, pretty sure is not the same as positive. And so there is doubt there. And when there is doubt, they have to give the benefit of that doubt to their opponent. So if you're going to call a ball out, you better be certain that the ball was out. Otherwise, you assume that the ball was in. Now, let's say that you're playing pickleball and uh, your opponents hit the ball and lands on your side, and you are not certain if it's in or out. And let's say you don't even have a chance to play it. It's a terrific third shot lob that lands really close to the baseline, or it's a passing shot or something. So what do you do? Well, first things first, if you're not certain that the ball is out, you can't call it out. But you do have a choice. You do have a choice. First, you could say, well, I'm not certain. I don't even know. I'm maybe out, maybe not. You know what? Benefit of the doubt goes to my opponents. Nice shot. You win the rally. That is one thing you can do. And that is often a good choice. But you do have another choice. And I'm assuming right now that you're playing without a referee. You could always ask the referee. Let's say you don't have a referee. Then you say to your opponents, hey, friends, enemies, frenemies, whatever. We didn't see that ball. We're not certain. Did you get a good look at it? And the moment when you do that, when you ask your opponents for their opinion, you have now given up the possibility of making the line call yourself. You have to stick with whatever they say. Don't believe me? Let's take a look at the rule book. Rule 6D6 from the 2020 edition. Quote, a player slash team may ask the opponent's opinion to make a line call on the player's side of the court. If requested and the opponent makes a clear in or out call, it must be accepted. If the opponents cannot make a clear in or out call, then the ball is considered in. The moment the receiving player slash team asks for the opponent's opinion, they lose the right to make any subsequent in or out call. So there you go. You can ask your opponents what they think, 
if they saw it out and they say, oh, I just missed it, a little bit wide, there you go, you can stick with that. And if they say it was in, of course my shot was in, hit the line, right smack dab in the middle. Or if they say, I'm not really sure, I didn't see it, your ponytail got in the way, well, benefit of the doubt remains and your opponents get that rally. So that's how that works. Okay, another question that we received has to do with when the ball is flying through the air and one person says, out, is that a line call? And the answer is no, it is not a line call. Line calls can only be made once the ball has landed on the court. Here's an example I often like to give, and I like to give this example using my mom. So let's imagine, hi mom, by the way, let's imagine, big. <laughs> she's a big fan of the show. Let's imagine I'm playing with my mom and uh, our opponents, they hit a high ball way over our head. They think that they are going to lob us to death. And as that ball's flying over my head, my mother yells out, Mark, out, out, out. And then that ball lands, and you know what? My poor mom, there's a gust of wind at the end, and that ball landed in the court on the line. But I'm there for it. I'm quick. And I hit it back over the net, and my opponent's stop the ball and catch it. And I say, hey, what are you doing? Why did you stop playing? And they say, well, you called it out. Or rather, your mom called it out. That is not true. When that ball is flying through the air and my mom says, out, 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 really what she's saying is, hey, son, I think that ball is going to land long. Please don't hit it. Let it bounce. Now, she's using the word out, out, out. It doesn't matter. Because what she's doing is considered a partner communication. That's because Line calls only happen once the ball has landed. Let's check the rule book, 6D11, quote, while the ball is in the air, if a player yells out, no, bounce it, or any other words to communicate to their partner that the ball may be out, it shall be considered player communication only and not considered a line call. So there you go. Now, I've heard some people say, well, you shouldn't say the words out. You should say something else, bounce it, let it go, watch asparagus, uh, say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You can call that ball out or say the word out. But of course, it's not a real line call until the ball has landed. So if you're playing with other people who say the word out as the ball's flying through the air, don't assume the point is over. Okay, does that clear things up? I hope so. All right, we're going to talk about more of these cool little rules in just a moment. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Jigsaw Health. Jigsaw Health is the official hydration and recovery partner of Third Shot Sports. We've got lots of great products, but one of my favorites is the Electrolyte Supreme. I mix it with water when I'm on the court coaching and playing, and I find it both gives me that extra boost I need and helps to prevent cramping. My personal favorite flavor is Berrylicious, but if you're a lemon-lime person, that's okay too. You can learn more at jigsawhealth.com. And if you do make a purchase, be sure to use my promo code, PB3S. S10. That's PB3SS10. It'll save you $10 off your order and show some love to our show. Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. All right, welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison, and today we are talking all about line calls. We've already addressed a couple of them. Let's get to another one right now. And this one might seem obvious. I hope it's obvious. Unless you're a really new player, that's okay if it's not obvious. But the rule is that in order for a shot to be in, it just has to touch the line. If it's touching the line, it is in. 
it is on the line. For a ball to be out, it must be not in contact with the line or anything in bounds. Okay, out, in, you get the idea. Now, some examples where this matters, of course, it's on the baseline or it's on the sideline or whatever. A uh, really important one, and sometimes I get this question, is when I'm serving and I hit my serve and the serve touches the line of the non-volley zone, also known as the kitchen, is that good? Because on the line is in? Well, no and yes. No, it is not good. Yes, on the line is in. But remember the rule when you're serving. You must serve beyond the non-volley zone. You must serve beyond the kitchen into the service box. And so when you hit your serve and it lands on the line of the non-volley zone, it is landing in the non-volley zone. It is landing in the kitchen. And the rule, of course, is you must serve beyond the kitchen, past the kitchen. So a serve that lands on that line would be considered a fault. It's out because you got to go past the line. Okay, now speaking of balls that land on the line or not, this is where I'm a, little, I'm a little bit uneasy with what we sometimes see in official rules. You may have seen a picture somewhere where it says, oh, the bottom of the ball is the size of a dime and balls don't compress. And so if you can see half of the ball is outside the line, you can be certain that the ball isn't. Well, here's the thing. Pickleballs do compress. That is literally how bouncing works. An object falls to the ground, it compresses a certain amount, and then it rebounds off the ground again. Now, some balls compress more than others, and the type of ball can be a factor. The weather can be a factor. Softer balls will compress more than harder balls. But they do compress a little bit. So I'm a little bit uneasy with this whole like dime thing, the size of a dime. Um, there's too many variables in play here. But I do think that that uh, is an important thing to consider is that there is some compression and more and more as the cameras get better that are being used, you can see this compression in action. I'll see if I can uh, find, I've got a video, uh, well it was a video and I took it as a picture, it's, I think it's on our Instagram, instagram.com slash thirdshotsports, of Steve Deacon, the Canadian, great pickleball player, great guy, hitting a volley and you can see uh, the ball compressing against his paddle as that ball is hitting. So that sort of proves the point that balls compress. That's something to take into consider as you're playing. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, question, oh, got a question from someone. This was a DM on Instagram, speaking of which, who someone said, hey, my opponents and I, we were in the middle of a rally and ball landed and we weren't sure if it was in or out and they weren't sure if it was in or out. We decided to play the point. We're just friends. Is that okay? I mean, it's okay, you're friends, you can do whatever you want, I guess. But that is not what the rules say. You should not replay the point if there is a missed call. As we said earlier, or an uncertain call, as I said earlier, that this question about benefit of the doubt, and if there is some doubt, you're not sure if it was in or out when the ball landed on your side, then you have to give that benefit of the doubt to your opponents. So in that case, if a ball lands and you're not sure if it's in or out, sure, you could replay the point if you, all four of you agree and you want to be nice, friendly people, but in terms of the rules, you don't replay the point. Let's look at the rules, 6D3. I'm so proud of myself. Referee Don Stanley, good friend of the show. I'm sure he's uh, smiling ear to ear right now, knowing that I'm setting these rules. 6D3 says, quote, the opponent gets the benefit of the doubt on line calls made. Any ball that cannot be called out will be considered in, this is the important part for this rule, a player cannot claim a let because the ball was not seen. Or there is uncertainty. 
6d3. That one's for you, Don. Okay, so you don't replay the point with your friends. Of course, you don't always have to play it by the letter of the law when you're playing with friends, but you should know what the letter of the law is. Okay, we're going to talk about more in just a moment. This podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you teach pickleball or want to get started, PCI now offers pickleball instructor certification. And since level one is 100% online, it's perfect to do when you want and where you want. You don't have to travel anywhere to do it. PCI instructor certification is thorough, practical, and systematic. I should know. I built it. It'll help you to become a better coach. And when you become a member of PCI, you get access to more than 70 high-impact videos, audio, sample lesson plans, insurance, and more. Check out all the details at PCIPickleball.com. All right, welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm Mark Renison, and today we are talking about line calls. Here's another question that came in, and it had to do with um, who on your side of the court. So I'm, you're playing with your friend. Let's say you're playing with your grandma. I'm sure she's a very good pickleball player. And uh, the ball is struck, and it lands on your side of the court. Which of you is allowed to call that ball out? Well, either of you can make that line call. That is one of the rules. As a team, 6D1, players are responsible for calling the lines on their side of the court. So there you go. Either of you can make that call out when it lands right by your grandma's feet. But here's what I would argue. And this isn't in the rules. This is through experience. If you are the person who's farthest away from the ball, I don't think you should call that ball out. Especially if your partner seems to be playing it as though it's in. Now, why is that? Well, you're the furthest one away. You have the worst view of it. Let's imagine that you and I are playing, or you and, sorry, back to you and your grandma, and your grandma's on the right side of the court, and she's right-handed, and that ball gets hit near the sideline, and she's right there, and you, 20 feet away, on the left side of the court, maybe even further away if you're up near the net. You know, your grandma's returning serve, and you're up near the net, getting ready to pounce. You're more than 20 feet away. You think you should be making that call? When that ball is a centimeter or two near the line, outside the line, sure, technically you are allowed to make that call. But I promise you that if, well, at least if I was on the other side of the net, and your grandma appears to be playing the ball, or she at least hasn't made a call yet, and you, 20-some feet away, call that ball out, I'd have some questions for you. Now, normally when I say something like this, that's when someone says, oh, well, you know what, she's busy watching the ball. She's hitting the ball, so that's what she's paying attention to. And I don't buy that argument. And why is it? Well, because if you are actually watching the ball, then that means you are watching the ball land, right? And if you're watching the ball land, you should be able to see whether that ball has landed on the line or inside the court or outside of the court. And it's really important, I think, that as we're players and developing, and right now I'm not talking as much to the beginning players, because I know beginning players, you're sort of overwhelmed as it is with all the things you have to worry about. To also make line calls on top of it can feel overwhelming. But those of you who have moved on past beginner, who've been playing pickleball for a while, you should be able to do two things at once. Prepare to hit a ball and have some awareness of where on the court it landed. So, according to the letter of the law, yes, either of you can make that call. But in terms of the spirit of the law, kind of the ethics behind making line calls, my suggestion to you is that if you were the one farthest away from the ball, don't call that ball out. If it really is out, your partner who's right there playing the ball should be able to do it themselves.
All right, speaking of line calls, it is really important that you use your voice to make these line calls. And why is that? I see so many instances where a ball lands really close to the line. Maybe it's even, you know, going to be a winning shot if it lands in. Now, one player might know that it's out. They watch it go past them, they see that it landed out. And they assume that because they saw that it was out, everyone else on the court knows that it was out. Now, sure, if a ball is five or six or seven or eight feet out, goes back and flies off the back fence, fine, we all know it's out. We don't have to say anything. But if there's anything that's close to the line, you should actually use your voice to call that ball out. Don't assume that just because you saw it out, everyone else sees it out as well. By the way, I guess I should, um, I should amend a little bit what I said. There are rules related. Let's say that you're playing with someone who has trouble hearing. Well, you using your voice to call it out isn't going to be very helpful. And so in that case, it's important that you use hand signals as well. Right? So you can both call the ball out with your voice. You can also use a hand signal. Uh, there is a rule on this. Let's see here. 6D10, quote, out line call should be promptly signaled by voice and may include a hand signal. Then they say see rule 13E2. Regardless of how obviously the ball is out, people who are deaf or hard of hearing are allowed to use hand signals only. So there you go, there's an example. The important thing here is that you indicate to the other people on the court the call that you're making. Okay? Just that you know it's out is not good enough to call the ball out. Use your voice or use a signal. Better yet, do both. Hi there, it's Mark again. Are you a pickleball coach? Would you like to be one? Pickleball Coaching International now offers pickleball instructor certification. It takes a thorough, systematic approach to coaching pickleball. And like our show here at Pickleball Problems, it's full of straightforward, practical resources to help you coach better. And I designed the whole thing. And did you know that level one certification is 100% online? It's true. That means no costly or inconvenient travel for you, and you can work at your own pace. PCI instructor certification also comes with liability insurance, so you'll have peace of mind when you're on the court. For more information on Pickleball Coaching International's Level 1 Certification Program, head over to PCIPickleball.com. Pickleball Coaching International, helping good coaches get better. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison. Today we are talking about making line calls, the letter of the law, the spirit of the law, what's written, what's not. What if you get hit by the ball? What if you get hit by the ball? Well, you know that if you get hit by the ball, you lose. But is that really true all the time? No. No, it is not. So let's take some examples and make sure that we're really clear on what these rules are. So here's a situation. I'm up at the, the kitchen line, and we're having some great dinking battle, and you flick that ball right in my chest, and you hit me in the chest. Well, I lose. Right? You win that rally, regardless of where the ball ends up, regardless if it goes off the great bulging muscles in my chest and back over the net. No, it hits your body, you're out. But that's not always true. Let's say we're having that great dinking battle and you hit the ball and it goes right off my hand and goes off the great big bulging muscles of my hand and then goes back over the net. Well, that's in. Because the hand below the wrist is considered in when it's connected with the paddle, so that's okay. Okay, so we take this example of the rule, if it hits your body, except the hand, you lose. Now that is not just true when your opponent's shot might be in play. So for example, 
Let's say my partner is serving, and I'm standing behind the baseline with them. And the partner serves, the return gets hit really far and really fast, and hits me in the chest. Well, we already know that if you get hit in the chest by the ball, you lose. And that is true in this case too, and it doesn't even matter where I'm standing. I may be standing 10 feet behind the baseline. If that ball flies and hits me in the chest, we lose that rally. And why is that? Well, I didn't allow the ball to bounce. My chest got in the way of it. Now you might say, well, Mark, we know it was going to go out. Well, no, we don't know it was going to go out. We suspect it was going to go out. Who knows? There might have been a sudden strong gust of wind that if my chest didn't get in the way, would have blown that ball back inside the baseline. Who knows? We'll never know for certain. And so the rule is, if you get hit by the ball, even if you're standing out of bounds, you lose. Now, if we're talking about rec play, things change a little bit. When you're playing with your friends, you do not usually need to follow the letter of the law as precisely as you might if you're in a competitive situation, in a tournament. So sure, if you're standing well behind the baseline and your opponents hit that ball, and it's going to go way out of bounds and you're going to have to waste all this time retrieving it from the back of the court. Sure, catch that ball, serve up the next point, no big deal. Most reasonable people are not going to have a problem if you do that. In fact, they might be happy about it because that means you get to spend more time picking up balls and less time retrieving them. But if you're playing in a game that you care about the outcome, where you are playing by the letter of the law, let that ball bounce because if you interfere with it before it lands, you lose the rally. And that's true whether you're standing inside the court or outside the court or on the line. doesn't matter. Even if they're serving to your partner and you interfere with the flight of the ball, you lose. And we'll leave it there. Thanks a lot for listening this week. If you have a pickleball problem you'd like me to address, feel free to send it to me, mark at thirdshotsports.com. It's really fun if you can send it as a voice memo too, then I can play your question on the air. We can hear your beautiful voice talk about your pickleball problem. If you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do that. I already mentioned Pickleball Coaching International. If you're a pickleball instructor or would like to become one, check out PCIPickleball.com and you can find out about all the really cool stuff we're doing there. Speaking of really cool stuff, we have this experiment going called the Pickleball Lab. Get it? Lab experiment. It's really Pickleball's best online Pickleball magazine. It's got exclusive content. That's all it is, exclusive content. We don't publish anywhere else videos and articles and audio and training challenges. I've done a lot of it. We've also commissioned some top pros to share some of their uh, ideas. So if you really like that, or if you know someone who you'd like to give a pickleball gift to, get 12 months of this exclusive content for just $99. Check out thepickleballlab.com. All right, as always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye for now.